And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Excelling Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Tonight we're going into part two of volume 12 of the Law of Faith. We are dealing with wisdom with our faith. Faith is precious. It costs you something. So you do not want to just scatter it here or there. You want it to be as effective as you possibly can. That is where wisdom comes in, and we are learning about this. We are learning God is teaching us how to make our faith have the most results out of it. And I guarantee you that's exactly what you want. So let's go into this message as we continue to learn how to put faith with our wisdom to have the most benefit as we possibly can. I'll see you at the end of the program. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what this whole message is all about. Now I know I've been talking about faith is precious and not wasting it, but here's the reason why. This is why you need wisdom with your faith. Alright, early in my ministry, God placed in me a desire to seek after wisdom. I wanted as much wisdom as I could get. So that's what I did. I started digging deep. I can't even tell you how many times I've read the book of Proverbs just because it's so full of wisdom. I wanted it. And God spoke on my life. He said, I've placed a wisdom on you. You're going to walk in my wisdom all the days of your life, and you're going to be teaching your elders. All that came to pass. <clears throat> and what I'm trying to show you is, is that God began to show me things that I did not learn growing up in church. How many knows that you can grow up in church and still not know anything? You can still do it. Just because you're in church. That's why you need to have the revelations of God. So I begin to seek God on this. And I can truly tell you, the things that I teach you and I preach to you, these things I did not learn growing up in church. I can honestly tell you that these things that I bring to you every week come from the mouth of God. It's His wisdom that I'm tapping into, that He's revealing these things. So what I seen was, is as I begin to dig into the Word, I begin to find out some things about God that people were not preaching. Yeah, they were preaching the simple things of faith and the simple things of salvation and stuff like that, but they were not preaching these other valuable things that you need to know. And as I began to get in the Word and spend time with God, He began to show me these things. And I'm going to show these things to you today. And I'm going to show you 
what faith without wisdom does. Because anybody in here who's saved in here today, you've exercised your faith. Right? Because it takes faith just to believe God. But we've got to grow up. Somebody say grow up. Now watch this. We know that when we get saved, we become as a child again. Is that correct? We are born again. That means we got to learn everything over. We got to learn how to talk. We got to learn how to walk and function. Not like the world, but like God. Amen? We've got to learn those things. But guess what? Even though, now listen, we got to get away from singing, I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Because the day's got to come when you're no more a child of God, but you are entered into sonship. Can somebody say amen if you know what I'm talking about? Sonship is when God says, okay, I'm going to start trusting you with things. I can trust you to handle things now because now you're mature, you're grown up. There, here, let me tell you what a problem is in the body of Christ today. We've got people that's been in church for 40, 50 years that are still in diapers. Still a baby. And it's because they refuse to grow up. But today we're going to grow up. Somebody say grow up one more time. So I begin to seek God when it came to health, when it came to prosperity, when it came to uh, power and anointing, all these different things, I began to seek God on this, on what He said. And as I began to get into the Word of God for myself, God began to show me things that I was not seeing in the church, that I was not being taught in the church. And here's number one. Alright, let's deal with our health. Again, we're in that same mindset. Who's going to fix a meal in here, a nice meal, and then throw it out in the yard? Who's going to do it? Steph? If you think, let me tell you something. You bring a stuffed crust or something like that to my house, I'm not going to throw it out in the yard. Okay? I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> All right, so keep that mindset. We don't cast valuable things away. We don't do that. All right, so number one, let's deal with the health. All right, what we're retaught growing up in church, or growing up, what were you taught? That God was the what? What? The healer, right? God's the healer. We made songs about it. God's the healer. He's the healer. And that's as far as we ever went with that. God's the healer. God's the healer. Alright, so us, guess what? Us who want to bring praise and glory to God, what's going to be our mindset? Hey, if sickness, hey, sickness is going to come, disease is going to come, but it's going to be alright because God's the healer. So anytime I get in that situation, hey, it's nothing bad. I'm just going to be in a position where I'm going to give glory to God. Right? So guess what? We, we just stuck our faith on He's the healer. We didn't put any wisdom to it whatsoever. What do I mean by that? We didn't take care of our bodies. Come on. No exercise, no taking care of your body, no doing any of that. We just believe in God as the healer. 
All right, but watch this. When I got in the Word for myself, I realized something. God began to show me something, that He wasn't just the healer. And that, watch this, He didn't even want me to stop at Him being the healer. I see, I begin to see in my Bible, and I know that I've preached this stuff to you. But you got to understand, I was just learning these things. I, nobody was teaching me this. I was learning these things. I was going, my God, this is a whole lot better. He began to show me that He wanted me to graduate, grow up from always needing healing. Come on. Isn't that everybody's mindset? Oh, I need a healing. I need a healing. I need a healing. Because all you were ever taught was God's the healer. No one ever taught you that God was divine health. Oh, somebody say amen. Nobody ever taught you that. Nobody ever taught you that, uh, nobody ever taught us growing up that God wanted to keep you in health and not be sick all the time. Nobody ever taught that. So if we're not taught that, how could we believe for it? Come on. So God began to show me that I want you to grow up. When you grow up into maturity, guess what? You're not going to be sick all the time. You're not going to need healing all the time. So guess what? Watch this. You say, well, where does wisdom come in on that? I understand now that I know by faith that God wants me to live in divine health. That means no sickness or disease touching my body. I'm sorry, but I don't walk around like everybody else going, oh gosh, I hope I don't get this. I, hope I don't do that. That's not even in my mindset. Because I understand what God is to me. He's not just my healer. He's my divine health. Amen? So watch this. Watch. Alright, you say, well, where does wisdom come in? Because you've got to have both, right? I know that I have a part in this. Now, what's my part? Who can tell me what my part is? I've got to take care of myself, right? I got to run. I got to hit those weights. I, I got to try to eat decent. Amen. I got to get some nutrients in my body. I got to do those things. Why? Because I know that some part of this is my responsibility. Can somebody say amen? What did I say about faith? Faith is not irresponsible. Exactly. It's responsible. So watch this. I'm not believing God as my healer anymore. I'm believing God for divine life flowing through my body. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? So I don't expect sickness to come no more than I expect the grass to turn purple. And listen to me. If I'm saying stuff to you that you're not receiving yet, don't get discouraged or beat down. Keep going. Keep building your faith. Because you can have... God... Not, I should say it like this. Jesus paid for you to have it. Amen? But guess what? A child can't have everything. Amen? you got to grow up. So we're, we're growing up. We're learning how to grow up. So here's what I also did. Wisdom... The Bible says that wisdom looks at other people and sees the, the effects of the choices that they've made on their life. It studies this, right? The Bible says, I looked at the sluggard, and I seen that his vineyards were filled with thorns. So wisdom studies, alright? So growing up, and even now, I study and I look at people. 
and I see the results of the choices that they've made when it comes to their health. I've seen them. Do you know what wisdom does? And, and listen, wisdom is not that you never make a mistake. Wisdom is, do you learn from it? Is that, anybody hearing me now? That's what wisdom is. Everybody in here has made mistakes. I want to know, are you learning from your mistakes? Are you growing and learning not to keep getting in that? Alright, so watch this. So because I've put wisdom with my faith concerning my health, guess what? I don't need healing all the time. You, now I know what you think, it will good for you. No, here's what I'm trying to show you. Because I don't have to use my faith all the time for my healing, I can use my faith for something else instead of draining it on my health. Oh, y'all seeing this? See, wisdom with your faith keeps that precious thing that costs you something from being wasted. Well, this, that devil's always attacking me. No, it's probably because of the, the choices or the decisions that you've made. Somebody say amen. All right, so we've got to learn it. All right, so what about finances? Let's deal with finances. What were we told all of our life when it comes to God with finances? What were we told? God is the what? I want you to be more specific. He meets you, he'll meet your needs. That's, uh, that's was drilled in you all your life. He'll meet your needs. He'll meet, I'll tell you one thing, bless God, He'll meet your needs. He'll meet your needs. And that was drove in you all your life. So guess what? Because that's your mindset of God is the need meter, right? He gets glory when He swoops in and meets my needs. Well, when I get in financial binds, that's just going to give God the glory, right? Because He's going to swoop in and meet my needs. You know, we want God to get the praise, right? See, this is, I'm telling you, this is the issue. So because we just think God of nothing more, but He's just here to meet your needs, meet your needs, that's all you, that's all you stretch your faith to receive from it. I guarantee you, you probably got this mindset, well, as long as I can get my bills paid. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. And before anybody says, well, you know, that's just, that's just greedy and that's selfish if you want God to do anything more than meet your needs. No, I'm going to say to you, it's selfish when you want God to meet your needs, but not everybody else's. How about God meet your needs and then some so that you can help others meet their needs? That sounds like selflessness to me. That's what you want. But watch this. Because that was drove into people. That's all we were ever taught. That God is not, He's just going to meet your needs. So guess what? Most of the church struggles financially. Live paycheck to paycheck. Why? Because God is here to what? Meet your needs. When, he wants to, but when I began to dig in the Word and I found out that poverty was not a blessing... It was not holy. It is a curse. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you go to Deuteronomy 28, the first part of the chapter is the blessings. You know what's in the blessing part? He said, I'll make you a lender and not a borrower. 
He said, you'll lend unto nations and you will not borrow. Alright, go on down to the last part of the chapter. He said, I'll make you a borrower and not a lender. It is a curse. But what have we been taught all our life? Don't expect nothing else but Him just to meet your needs. When God is so much more than that. The first time He ever met Abraham, He entitled Himself, He introduced Himself as, Hey, hello, I'm the God of more than enough. I'm El Shaddai. But as I begin to get in the Word for myself, God began to reveal to me that He did. He wanted me to get past of always getting in a bind so He can meet my needs. Getting in a bind, meet my needs. Getting in a bind, meet my... He wanted to break that off of me. Now listen to me, that may start off that way, but don't get discouraged because as we grow up, what are we learning? We're learning how to be blessed. We're learning how to prosper. Amen? We're learning how to make wise financial decisions. But because we were taught that God's just going to meet your needs, we made poor financial decisions. Right? Just like with our health. Because we were taught God's the healer, we made poor health decisions. What are we talking about today? Faith and wisdom. So if you look in the Bible, do you know that Jesus talked more about money than He did heaven or hell? Y'all know that? Evidently, it was pretty important, right? You got to have money, right? Somebody say, you got to have money. You can't go to the grocery store, and when they ring everything up, uh, that'll be such and such, that'll be $300. Sorry, Jesus paid it all. You can't do that. They're going to say, well, hopefully he'll pay your uh, bailout, all right? Okay, so watch. So we're, let's not get off track. All right, so we're listening. So we don't, God, the Bible is filled with financial principles. Especially in the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom. There are tons of information on how to make wise decisions. Now, again, we're living by faith, right? We're not expecting natural things. Can I tell you, how many in here is working for a living? Raise your hand. Wrong. Wrong. You're not working for a living. That's what the natural man does. You know what you're to work for? The Bible tells you to be a giving. That's how you get seed to give. That's how you get money to help to be a blessing to people is you go out and you work for it, right? So we're learning a whole different way to live. But if all I'm expecting is God just to meet my needs, that's as far as I can go. But He wants me to grow up. How does He want me to grow up financially? He wants me to come to the place where He doesn't always have to meet my needs, where He's canceled out my needs. Are y'all hearing me? That means you've got more than enough. You're not living paycheck to paycheck. And guess what? You can be a blessing to somebody else. How many wants the blessing of Abraham on your life? Raise your hand. The blessing. Guess what? 
But there comes responsibility with it. Are you ready? God gave this commandment to Abraham. He said, this blessing is going to be upon you. He said, but I command you to go and be a blessing. So you better get ready. If you want the blessing on your life, if you want the financial prosperity that comes with the kingdom of God, then you've got to come to a place where you know that it's a command. I'm looking for people to bless. I'm looking for people to pay off their house or whatever. That comes with that command. Alright, so, here's what I'm saying. If I come to the place where God's not always having to meet my needs, i got to stretch my faith for God to meet my needs, guess what? If I come to a place of prosperity, I'm no longer having to drain my faith on how I'm going to get my bills paid. Right? Just like with my health. If I grow up in that and I'm using wisdom and I'm making smart choices with money, right? Then I don't have to be at a place where I'm always in a bind and God's got to swoop in and deliver me because what? He's, he's the need meter. Y'all see what I'm saying? See, some of you, watch this. You are draining your faith. You're draining it on your health. You're draining it on your finances. You're draining it on your marriage, whatever. You're just draining it everywhere. And you don't have enough left over to receive those things you believe in God for. Are y'all, are y'all, is this good this morning? Go to Ephesians 5.15. This is the Amplified class of Virgin. It says, look carefully then on how you walk, how you live your daily life. Live what? Purposefully. And worthily and accurately, not as the what? Unwise, but as the, or the witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people. You are intelligent. God has gifted you. Let me tell you something. If you've got the Spirit of God on the inside of you, you've got the Spirit of wisdom on the inside of you. Are you hearing me? Now go to the next verse for me, Dave. It says, make the very most of the time. Buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. So what's Paul saying right here? He's saying, listen, you've been given precious things. Be wise about it. Don't waste it. Amen? Don't waste it. But make smart decisions. Put wisdom with your faith so that you know that your faith is working to the best of its ability. Amen? What can faith do? All things. Say that with me. All things. Alright, so the enemy knows the power of wisdom. Would you agree with me? Because if you go back to Ezekiel, it says that he at one time he was full of wisdom. Full of it. So... Do you think that somebody who's full of wisdom, that they don't know the power of wisdom? Of course he does. He knows the advantages of being wise. Praise God. Thank the Lord for wisdom and faith. Let me tell you something. God has given us wisdom to use so that we are not constantly draining our faith. I've come in contact with so many people that just say, I feel like my faith is low. I just feel like, you know, my faith's not high enough. I guarantee you it is directly connected to your lack of making wise decisions. 
Now listen to me. God has given us faith, and with faith nothing is impossible. But I cannot go around making poor decisions in my life all the time, in my health, in my finances, whatever it may be, and then expect faith to just come in and save the day all the time. It doesn't work that way. God created everything by faith. Is that right? But the Bible also declared that He measured out the foundations of the earth by wisdom. So by wisdom and faith, God used His faith the most effective way He possibly could, and it was all done through wisdom. I'm telling you, God is teaching us how to make wise decisions that, as Proverbs says, will spare you from many heartaches and tragedies in life. So I want to pray for you right now that wisdom will come to you. We say, how does wisdom come to me? By getting in the Word. So I pray that a hunger will be inside of you for the Word and that you will grow in the wisdom and the knowledge of God and when you apply that to your faith, mountains are going to move in your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up every person that's watching tonight. Lord, you have given us wisdom. You've given us faith. Now, Father, I pray that you begin to show them how to put both of those together to be the most effective impact in their life and I thank you Lord for mountains moving I thank you for chains being broken for the impossible coming forth in their life and it's all done by these two things that you've given us Lord and I give you all the praise for it now in Jesus name and everybody said amen and amen again I want to take time like I do every single week and thank you for watching thank you for tuning in to this program and I want to thank our faith partners, those who partner with this ministry, those who pray for this ministry. You know, lift us up to the kingdom of God. That means more than you could ever know. And I want to thank you for that. You help us get this gospel out to as many people as we possibly can. God's doing some great and mighty things in this ministry. Expansion is happening in this ministry. And we just give God all the glory and all the praise. Amen. We never slow down. We keep going forward in the kingdom of God. So those of you who write us, message us, just many different ways you come in contact with this ministry, giving us your prayers, words of encouragement, testimonies, thank you for that. Thank you for the feedback that you give us that lets us know that we are doing our job here on this program. So until then, keep walking by faith. I'll see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.